Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing on TGIF? It was a great, great week. How did your week go? Well, mine's went okay. Just grinding, just grinding. How's everybody doing? It's a beautiful day. And let's get into episode 18. Episode 18. And we're moving, baby. I could never even imagine at this point that we'd be at episode 18. But here we are. Here we are. And the name of episode 18 is Raptors. The name of episode 18 is Raptors. And of course, everybody knows what I'm talking about when I say the name of episode 18 is Raptors. Because, hey, we have a new NBA champion and it is the Toronto Raptors. But again, hey, we're going to get into that a little bit later on because we got a lot of interesting topics and Luke, Coach Luke is raring to go. But before we get going, remember, tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, hit that email button. We got a lot of great coaches on deck. Well, all right, let's get episode 18 started, people. If you watched the game last night, Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors, the former defending champions, went down, uh, and it was, it was just horrible. I mean, we've been having these type of injuries, but it's been a long, long season, and these things happen, all right? And so now we're finding out that Clay Thompson tore his ACL, and he also will be out next season. It's just horrible, horrible thing, because Clay Thompson's an excellent, excellent talent, excellent two-way talent on offense and defense. And some say he's the best pure shooter in the game. Some say that because some say his teammate, Steph Curry, is the best pure shooter in the game. Well, his apples and oranges but Coach Luke believes it might be a little edge towards Clay. He, I think he's a little bit more of a pure shooter. You know what I mean? But, hey, again, if you said to me, Steph Curry, there wouldn't be an argument because, like Coach Luke said, it's apples and oranges. But back to Clay Thompson. He tore his ACL in the, um, game six of the NBA Finals. And, you know, the the, the thing that happened was, he tore his ACL. They walked him off the floor, but then they turned him around because he had to shoot two free throws. Well, you know, Clay Thompson walked back out there like a soldier and nailed those two free throws. So kudos to Clay Thompson for having the strength with enduring all that pain to walk back out there and nail those two free throws and then go to the training room to see what's going on with his knee. And then what was going on with his knee is a torn ACL. And it's just sad, sad situation when these things happen to great basketball players and great people. And I tell you, we, we got a, a, a glimpse of his dad, Michael Thompson. And all of you, for all of y'all who don't know Michael Thompson, he played for all those great Showtime Laker teams with Magic Johnson, James Worthy, Michael Cooper, Byron Scott. Kurt Rambis. I mean, you know, he played with all of those Showtime Laker um, teams. And right now, he's the color commentary for the Los Angeles Lakers. And so he was standing outside of the Golden State training room. Of course, a concerned parent for his son. And then, you know, um, the news came down that, uh, you know, Clay Thompson had a torn ACL. And, and, you know, they kept it hush-hush, really, you know. Again, the NBA is like that. And so they kept it hush-hush 
throughout the game. But a little bit after the game, news started coming out that one Clay Thompson tore his ACL and will not be in action for the upcoming season. And of course, we already know his teammate, Kevin Durant, also won't be in action. He has a ruptured Achilles. Achilles. A ruptured Achilles, excuse me. So, you know, that's two Golden State Warriors that'll be down and out for next season. And, you know, ironically, both of these guys are unrestricted. Well, Kevin Durant is not an unrestricted free agent, but he is a free agent where he can opt out or opt in. But Clay Thompson is completely a free agent. And, you know, a lot of people was making a few whispers because um, his father, Michael Thompson, like I said before, works for the Los Angeles Lakers. And what was going on was the Golden State Warriors wanted Clay Thompson to kind of lay low, stay in the training room, watch the rest of the game, and then let the audience win or lose from the Oracle, leave the building. Well, Michael Thompson wasn't having any of that. He knocked on the trainer's room, tapped his son on the shoulder and said, hey, we've seen this before. We're out of here. Let's go. And so Mike, so Clay Thompson got some crutches, and him and his father and his representation left the building ASAP. And so, I mean, I know the Golden State Warriors looked at that and they kind of frowned upon it. But, hey, this is a concerned parent looking at his son in excruciating pain. And, hey, it's up to him to pull the trigger as far as his child is concerned and say, hey, let's get out of here, son. You know, there's no need for you to sit around here. And so that's what happened with um, one Clay Thompson. He has an ACL, it's ACL, torn ACL, and it's just a sad, sad situation. It's a sad situation for one Clay Thompson. And a lot of times when you have these horrific injuries, you just never are the same. You Sometimes you never recover. And sometimes you have to retire from the game of basketball. But Clay Thompson is strong, young, and hopefully that won't happen to him. But you never know how you'll come back from these type of injuries. Just like I was telling you guys about Kevin Durant in our last podcast, that you just don't know when you have these horrific injuries, how they're going to affect you down the road. Will you come back full tilt? These injuries are very, very heavy injuries, people. And like I said, a lot of people don't come back from them. Sometimes you have to retire, but then sometimes you'll come back 80%, 70%, 60%. But I'll tell you, you probably will never be the same. You probably will never be at 100% again. But sometimes your 80%, in the case of Kevin Durant, is better than most people's 100%. So you'll take it. And I mean, you know, like Clay Thompson also, he might come back 80%. But again, his 80% could be better than a lot of people's 100%. And so, you know, you deal with these injuries with a grain of salt, you know, especially if the player is determined and wants to come back and perform at a high, high level. They're going to do everything they can in rehab to get back on that basketball court and perform the way that they're used to performing because they love the game, and that's how things go, you know. And so Clay Thompson, once again, has torn his ACL, and he will be out for the upcoming season, as well as his teammate, Kevin Durant. And it's just a sad, sad situation. But again, these two guys are strong, and I believe people will see these guys on the basketball court again. Once again, tap in All Things Basketball podcast on Instagram. Tap in All Things Basketball podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, hit the email button. You know what to do. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. Ben Simmons has turned down all-time legend and trainer Tim Grover. Ben Simmons has turned down all-time uh, all-time training legend Tim Grover. Now, Tim Grover has worked with the likes of Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson, just to name a few. So I don't know why Ben Simmons would 
turned down Tim Grover's services. I understand that the Philadelphia 76ers reached out to Tim Grover so he can come in and help Ben Simmons with his jump shot or with his shooting overall. And Tim Grover is an excellent, excellent talent. I mean, let me tell you, when you're working with one of the greatest, if not the greatest, and Michael Jordan, and when you're working with Allen Iverson, and when you're working with Kobe Bryant, I would think Ben Simmons would love the chance to pick this gentleman's brain and get some work in. I really would. Heck, I would like to work out with Tim Grover right now. <laughs> and I don't, and Coach Luke really doesn't play that much. He's more on the coaching side and the training side, but I'm pretty sure that I could learn a ton from Tim Grover to add to my coaching and training. So I don't know why Ben Simmons turned this down, but it's his prerogative to turn it down. He's a professional and maybe he's um, satisfied with the trainers that's working with him now. But I tell you what, Ben Simmons has been in the league for three years and we don't see a jump shot in sight. So I don't know why he would turn down an opportunity to work with such a great trainer like Tim Grover. But hey, you know, maybe he knows something that we don't know. Maybe he'll come back in this upcoming season with an excellent jump shot. It's up to the individual. And Ben Simmons is a grown man. And so he has to make that decision. Even if the organization that he plays with feels that it was very, very good for him to get out there with Tim Grover and work on his jump shot, you know, or his shooting per se, um, Ben Simmons has other ideas. Okay. And so Coach Luke is definitely going to be looking at Ben Simmons this season because he's an excellent, excellent talent. But his game is a, a little one-sided. It's a little one-sided offensively. He's an excellent defender, but offensively, he's a downhill player. He really doesn't shoot jump shots at all. So he doesn't shoot he doesn't shoot at a distance, I mean, at all. And so whether he doesn't have any confidence in it or whether he's not good at it, he should work on his game. He should always add something to his game. And I really believe a guy like Ben Simmons, if he was ever, ever to get a jump shot, boy, look out. The Philadelphia 76ers would be on a whole different mission. But right now, what you can do with Ben Simmons, whether he's 6'9 or not, you can kind of pack in uh, uh, the box on him and leave him on the perimeter and really not worry about Ben Simmons shooting the ball from out there because he's more focused on going downhill and getting to the basket. But that's the news coming out of the Philadelphia Philadelphia 76ers building is that Ben Simmons has turned down all-time trainer uh, Tim Grover for his services. And again, like I said, maybe Ben Simmons is satisfied with the training that he's getting already. I understand he trains feverishly. He trains all year round. And that's a, definitely a good thing because when you're in the NBA, you got to really stay on your game because there's new guys, just like all of these guys on the draft on Thursday coming in and they're going to try to test you. And so you have to be ready. But that's the news coming out of Philadelphia, Ben Simmons has turned down all-time trainer Tim Grover. Staying with the 76ers, all right? We're going to stick with the 76ers because the Sixers have made their choice. Now, they had a choice. Um, they made two trades this past season. One with Minnesota, and they acquired Jimmy Butler, and they also made a trade with the Los Angeles Clippers, and they acquired Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris, that's right, L.I., baby. That's my man, Tobias. And so they're both excellent talents, both excellent talents, and they both want max deals. I believe they both deserve max deals. But now the Philadelphia 76ers can only give one of these gentlemen a max deal. Now, if you can remember, Coach Luke was talking about Tobias Harris in an episode earlier that he wants to stay put. Well, of course, he's from Long Island, and so Philadelphia is right down the road. I mean, he can get some home cooking two, three times a week. So, of course, Tobias Harris would love to stay in Philadelphia. But we found out 
that news is coming out of Philadelphia that um, the 76ers are more interested in giving Jimmy Butler the max as opposed to Tobias Harris. Now, we don't know if either one of these guys will get the max. Why? Because they're both free agents. And so we don't know which way the tea leaves will go. Jimmy Butler might go west, or he might stay in Philadelphia. But the 76ers, it's up to them to make their choice between these two excellent, excellent ball players, and they've kind of made their choice because they've put it out there that they are more interested in giving Jimmy Butler a max deal as opposed to Tobias Harris. Now, of course, someone will assign Tobias Harris, whether it'll be to a max deal but it'll be a very good and comfortable deal until he can get a max deal because Tobias Harris is an excellent talent. A lie, like Coach Luke said, and we got to pull for Tobias Harris. But he'll get an excellent contract from some team out there because everybody needs a player of Tobias Harris' caliber. And so, you know, right now, like I said, coming out of the Sixer building, they are favoring giving Jimmy Butler a max deal. All right. Uh, I had a very interesting conversation with a real close and dear friend of mine earlier. And we always talk about basketball. We talk about a lot of other things because, you know, Coach Luke always says he doesn't have many, many good friends. But this gentleman is a very, very good friend of mine. And we started talking about basketball. And there's something going on right now with uh, uh, as far as uh, it's not a challenge, but it's something that's more of an opinion-based um, uh, an opinion-based list that's going on. And my good friend asked me, he says, hey, man, why don't you talk about this situation on your podcast tonight? And I said, yeah, I think I will, buddy. I think I will. And, you know, um, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's to say who are the top five forwards that played in the NBA all time? Who are the top five all time forwards that played in the NBA? Now, you know, Coach Luke's basketball, um, prowess has gone on for close to 40 years. So, I mean, you know, I can go back a ways, you know. And so the thing about this is it was very, very tough for me to pick an, a, a definite five. But what I do have, what Coach Luke does have, is he has overall I have six players, all right? And because I have at the number five spot, I have two players, all right, because I really couldn't decide on that number five forward in there. And so I got two forwards sharing that number five spot. And then I have an honorable mention. All right. And so here we go with Coach Luke and All Things Basketball Podcast, top five forwards of all time. And I'm going to put it in the order that I feel. And, you know, it's apples and oranges, but I'm going to put it in the order the top five forwards of all time in the order that I feel is is right. All right. At number one, I have LeBron James. Number two, Julius Irving, Dr. J. Number three, Larry Bird. Number four, Bernard King. And like I said, Number five is shared by two individuals. Number five is shared by two individuals, and the names are Elgin Baylor and Kevin Durant. So that's my top five. Well, it's six players, but that's <laughs> that's my top five forwards of all time. And then again, like I just told you, I have an honorable mention. Now, my honorable mention is Scottie Pippen, all right? And Scottie Pippen was an excellent Robin to Batman, and Batman, as we all know, is Michael Jordan. And so my honorable mention is Scottie Pippen. And so 
Those are my top five or top six, as I should say, and the honorable mention on there. And so that's Coach Luke's pick for all-time greatest forwards that have played in the NBA. And we'll do, you know, centers, power forwards, um, shooting guards, and point guards at some other time. But right now, those are the five, or like I said, six or seven players that Coach Luke has in his top five um, all-time forwards. Once again, tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button. We got a lot of great coaches on deck. I tell you right now, we can go out in the park. We don't have to go in the gym. We can get it in out in the park right now. Some great training. And we got a lot of great coaches on deck. Download, share, like. Come on, people, this is for you. All Things Basketball Podcast. Let's go. All right. All right. Hey, you guys are making me excited on TGIF. As you know, I always open the Instagram feed, and um, I answer questions all the time. I'm a very pa- I'm a very patient coach, so I answer any questions that you have. All right. But I, you guys know I always love the training questions. So here we go with a training question from a young man. And okay, young man, you'd like to jump higher. All right. There are a few things you could do to, to, to uh, increase your jumping ability. One of the things is purchase yourself a jump rope and jump rope at least 45 minutes every day. The other thing you could do is deep knee bends. And you have to be on your tippy toes when you're doing your deep knee bends. And I prefer that you probably should do 100 deep knee bends every day. Now, you can't do them one day out the week or two days out the week. You got to do deep knee bends, 100 of them, six times, six days out the week. Rest on Sunday. You also got to jump rope every day. Six days out the week, all right? And then you got to go to the park, right? And when you go to the park, I want you to do what they call power jumps. That means you're standing under the rim, okay? You're standing under the rim, right under the basket, and you're bending down, and you're jumping as high as you can, and you're trying to touch the backboard with both your hands. You're going up, you're reaching, extending yourself, and you're trying to touch the backboard with both of your hands. And you want to do those power jumps, at least 20 power jumps a day. All right? And I'll tell you what. Give that. Give yourself 90 days of all three of those exercises, and then you get back on Instagram, and you hit us up at All Things Basketball Podcast, and you, are, you come on All Things Basketball Podcast and let us know how you're doing with that. And I tell you, you'll see your jumping ability increase expeditiously. You'll be very happy with what where your um, jumping ability is at. Well, okay, young man, thank you very, very much for that um, question. And I love, like Coach Luke said, I love the training questions because Coach Luke is a coach. And that's a great, great question. I hope I helped you on a wonderful Friday. Thank you very much. The Sacramento Kings would like to bring DeMarcus Cousins back into the fold. Wow. This is news to Coach Luke right here. Because the Sacramento Kings and Boogie Cousins, as the NBA knows him, had a very tumultuous relationship. I mean, Boogie Cousins was inches away from getting a max deal in Sacramento when they traded him to the New Orleans Pelicans. And that was during All-Star break. And guess what? They never told Boogie Cousins that they traded him. He still thought that they were negotiating a max deal, him and Vladi Divac. Because you know Vladi Divac is the president of operations of the Sacramento Kings. And so him and Vlad, um, DeMarcus Cousins and Vladi Divox, 
I mean, they really don't get along. They really don't get along. So I don't know where this is coming from as far as Sacramento is concerned. It could be coming from the new head coach, Luke Walton, or it could be coming from the new ownership that took over the Sacramento Kings, all right, a couple of years ago. And, and you know, so I don't know where this is coming from, but, hey, it's news. And when it's news, All Things Basketball Podcast has to put it out there, baby. And so the Sacramento Kings are interested in bringing DeMarcus Cousins back to the team. Wow. I mean, I, I, I tell you, that's some heavy news. I don't think DeMarcus Cousins will go back to Sacramento. I think he's happy in Golden State. And in fact, I think he would be happy anywhere else other than Sacramento. Because like Coach Luke said, that was a very, very volatile and very, very tumultuous relationship between DeMarcus Cousins and the front office of the Sacramento Kings. It was really something else. Day by day, things were being said. I think they labeled DeMarcus Cousins as a troublemaker. They also called him lazy. And so now it's news to me that they want DeMarcus Cousins back in the building. But hey, stranger things has happened in the NBA or in sports in general. But we're here talking about basketball, and that's all we do. And so stranger things have happened in the game of basketball. Wow. Sacramento would like Boogie Cousins back in the in a Sacramento Kings uniform. Mm. All right. We got the WNBA. And you know, guys, I tell you, Coach Luke loves that WNBA. Come on, Liberty. You got to invite me to some games. The whole crew, All Things Basketball Podcast, we're ready to do a show in Westchester. We're ready. All right. The WNBA recap. We only had one game last night. We only had one game last night, and I really believe what happens is when when the NBA is on full throttle, you're not going to get a lot of um, WNBA games. Now, they have about four or five games tonight. But again, last night, of course, we had the NBA uh, finals on, and so we only had one WNBA game. And that game was the Indiana Fever against the Dallas Wing. The Indiana Fever, 76, and the Dallas Wing, 72. And so that's our NBA recap. I thought I was going to read a whole lot more, people. But, hey, that's the NBA, WNBA excuse me, recap. Once again, tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. If you need good training, hit that email button and we'll get right back to you. Leave your information and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like. Come on, baby. The Instagram feed is wide open. It's wide open for questions. Come on, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you, people. Let's go. All right. We've got the Los Angeles Lakers and the New Orleans Pelicans. And we mentioned in the last podcast, of course, our Coach Luke mentioned in the last podcast that they're in heated discussions for the services of Anthony Davis. So right now, we have Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, all right, and Kyle Kuzman, and the fourth pick in this year's draft, going to the New Orleans Pelicans for Anthony Davis. All right, but here's the snag. We all know that what's going on with Brandon Ingram, he's dealing with blood clots in the leg. All right, and so we don't know how healthy Brandon Ingram is. And so the president of operations, of course, David Griffin, is saying, listen, we might want to interchange Brandon Ingram and give us Kyle Kuzman instead of Brandon Ingram, all right, and the fourth pick. And so now the Lakers are kind of, you know, a little iffy because they were thinking that they would be able to keep Kyle Kuzma. 
Today, they put Josh Hart in the mix. But the New Orleans Pelicans are not really high on Josh Hart. They are very insistent that Kyle Kuzma is part of this big package deal for AD. And so now, you know, there's a little snag, but Coach Luke believes that this deal will get done. The Lakers really don't have a choice. They don't have a choice. They have to get um, King James some help. And, of course, with Anthony Davis publicizing that he wants to play for the Lakers, you need to get this done. And, of course, the New Orleans Pelicans don't want bad blood going into the next season. So it's it's it does them well to to um, move Anthony Davis way before September 15th. And so they have the opportunity right now to move AD over to the Lakers. And I think, you know, Coach Luke believes that's what they should do. All right. Now, Kyle Kuzman is an excellent ball player. But I tell you what, you know, when you're getting Anthony Davis, you're getting the best big man in the game. And so now you're going to have the best big man in the game and the best player in the whole game in LeBron James. And so I think it's worth it, people. I think it's worth it, you know. And then you get what you want. The Lakers get what they want. And the Pelicans get what they want. The Pelicans are building a very young, young team and a strong, young nucleus led by Zion Williamson, I see. They're trying to put pieces around Zion Williamson to make him as comfortable and the transition as comfortable as possible. And so the more talent that's around Zion Williamson, the better. And I see what the New Orleans Pelicans are trying to do, and it's an excellent thing. It's really, really an excellent thing. I think at the end of the day, the Lakers will pull the trigger and add Kyle Kuzman in the mix because um, right now Brandon Ingram might not pass a physical. And um, they wind up, if he doesn't pass a physical, they will wind up having to add Kyle Kuzman to this deal anyway. You know, because the Atlanta, um, the New, excuse me, the New Orleans Pelicans are not just satisfied with those two players in the fourth pick. They want a third player in the mix. And again, like Coach Luke said, they're not that high on Josh Hart. But hey, Coach Luke is high on Josh Hart. He's a baller. But, you know, Kyle Kuzman's a baller too, and he plays a different position. And so they love Kyle Kuzman and what Kyle Kuzman could bring to the table. And so that's what the New Orleans Pelicans want. And I think this deal will be done before draft day. And again, Draft day is next Thursday, all right? Barclays Center, and you know All Things Basketball Podcast is in the building, and it's going to be visual, IGTV, and, of course, Facebook Live. Me and the whole All Things Basketball Podcast crew is in the building, and we're going to be talking to a lot of important people at that NBA draft, and we can't wait. We're going to be up in the building next Thursday. Remember, All Things Basketball Podcast is in the building on draft day. Once again, All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you guys know what to do. Hit that email button. Download, share, like, share your comments. Download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right, we got excellent news and new hire and our new hire um, part of the show. Excellent, excellent news. One Swin Cash is the new VP of operations for the New Orleans Pelicans. Swin Cash, that's right. Swin Cash was an excellent, excellent player in the WNBA. She also won the WNBA championship with the Detroit Shock. That was when Bill Lambeer was the head coach of the Detroit Shock back in 2002. I mean, so Swin Cash has been around the game for years. She's a, was an excellent talent on the court. And she spreads herself all the way through the WNBA. And before she got this job, 
She was the color commentary for the New York Knicks. So you know Coach Luke really is down with Swin Cash, right? She was part of those New York Knicks. And she also did color commentary for the New York Liberty. So now she's the new hire. Uh, David Griffin is adding to his staff over in, the, over in the Pelican building. And Swin Cash has just became the new senior VP of basketball operations for the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, we're going to give a little bit of history about Swin Cash. Like we did say, she won a um, WNBA championship with the Detroit Shock. She played for the Seattle Storm, Chicago Sky, Atlanta Dream, and she ended her career with the New York Liberty, actually. And so she stayed in New York and became color commentary for the New York Knicks and the New York Liberty. And so now, kudos to Swing Cash. She's got the new job. And, the, hey, you know, and she's a wonderful, wonderful young lady. And she's now working on the business side, the executive side of the NBA. And she's becoming the VP of basketball operations for the New Orleans Pelicans. And that was um, announced yesterday. So that's our new hire um, news at All Things Basketball Podcast. And that's an excellent, excellent hire. And, of course, you know, I have an affinity for Swing Cash because she's part of those New York Knicks. Where will Golden State go from here? Well, I don't see Golden State going anywhere. They're still an excellent, excellent team, people. All right. They they lost um they lost the championship. But you see where Golden State has gone the last five years, right? And and you know, there's a little hiccup in the road. But this is good for Golden State because guess what? I believe they'll come back stronger and stronger. Alright? Now they're already talking about um you know, offering Clay Thompson the max. But see, the funny thing about that situation, before I go into where will Golden State go, even though they're getting ready to offer Clay Thompson the max, I believe Clay Thompson won't sign that max right away. Clay Thompson wants to see what's on the horizon. And like Coach Luke told you before, the existing contract that Clay Thompson is playing under came from an offer sheet from the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Golden State Warriors did not sign Klay Thompson to this new contract. They matched it. And so the last time Klay Thompson and his representation was dealing with the Golden State Warriors, the Golden State Warriors were trying to lowball Klay Thompson. That's what was going on. And so now, even though they're ready to give Klay Thompson the max, Klay Thompson is saying, wait a minute, pump the brakes, people. Because I want to see what's out there now. I want to at least look and see what's out there. Now, I believe Clay Thompson, I would say 60 to 70 percent, I believe he will stay a Golden State Warrior. But hey, it's his prerogative as an unrestricted free agent just to be a free agent for a couple of days to see what's around the corner. You never know. Somebody might bring the Brinks truck up to his front door and say, hey, take it all. You never know. And so it's up to Clay Thompson to sit back and say, hey, I want to try free agency for a couple of days. I understand that the Golden State Warriors has put this max deal that I've been asking for three years for on the table. But now as I'm at a point where I don't know if I'll ever become a free agent again like this unrestricted and so now I want to look around the corner just for a couple of days now again like I said someone could come around with more money alright but I don't believe anybody could offer him more money than the team that he's with that's 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 a real sticky situation with the collective bargaining agreement like coach Luke said before it's always the team that you with that can give you the most money but again who knows? He might just turn around and look and see the tea leaves and might want to take a look at the Los Angeles Lakers. We never know. Because, again, he's an L.A. boy. 
all right? And he's more South L.A., where the Lakers are, as opposed to where Golden State is at right now, all right? But then again, you never know. But I believe Klay Thompson will sign back with the Golden State Warriors, but um, that's what's going on with Klay Thompson, all right? And um, they also want to sign Kevin Durant back. They want to give Kevin Durant. Uh, uh, they would like Kevin Durant to opt in to the $31 million for next season that's on the table. That's what they would like Kevin Durant to do with a max deal coming to him the following season. I don't know how that's going to go because I believe Kevin Durant wants a max deal now, whether he's injured or not. And I believe Kevin Durant can get a max deal from almost any team that's out there. So I don't know whether he'll opt in to $31 million when he can get $38 million a season in a max deal from anybody that's across the board. I don't know. Maybe he will because he's not going to play this season. So maybe he will take the $31 million opt-in money from the Golden State Warriors. But just from my opinion, from Coach Luke's opinion, or from my eyes, I don't think Kevin Durant will be a Golden State Warrior. I think he's going to go out there and sign a max deal this season. That's what I think he's going to do. And so I don't think Kevin Durant will be in a Golden State uniform come next year. But again, going back to the Golden State Warriors, they're going to be an excellent team. They're going to be an excellent team, and they're always going to be around, sniffing around the championship. And as long as they keep the Splash Brothers together, they're definitely going to be sniffing around the championship. And as long as Draymond Green is there, they're definitely going to be sniffing around the championship. I also believe um, DeMarcus Cousins really wants to stay in Golden State. He made a comment that, this is the best he's been treated, you know, and he's only been on three teams, but, you know, you can kind of uh, see it. This is the best he's been treated since he's been in the NBA. He said that the Golden State Warriors have an A-class organization. And so I really believe you don't have to sign him to a max right now. He's coming off an injury-riddled season from last year. But you have to pay him comfortably to stay. You know, you have to pay uh, uh, Kevin, um, excuse me, DeMarcus Cousins comfortably to stay in the Golden State uniform. But he's very excited and very happy in Golden State. Like Coach Luke just said, he said it's an A1 organization. And this is the best he's been treated since he's been in the NBA. So you can get, um, you can really sign DeMarcus Cousins. He's actually giving an olive branch to the front office so that they will come with an offer and sign them before free agency. So that's a good thing. And so you're going to have great, great talent on the Golden State Warriors. So when you say where will Golden State go from here, they'll keep transcending up, people. That's what they'll do. They'll keep transcending up. And like Coach Luke said, they will always be sniffing around the championship. Now, will they be sniffing around the championship next year? No, they won't. For crying out loud, you're losing Clay Thompson for the whole season, and you're losing Kevin Durant, all right? And so, you know, and Andre Iguodala has been hinting around retirement for the last three seasons, and I believe he will retire. Um, you know, I don't think he'll be back. It'll surprise me. If he comes back, but I don't think he'll be back. And, of course, I don't think Sean Livingston will be back. So there will be some changes in the Golden State Warrior locker room, but they will still be a very, very formidable foe. And they will be right around, like Coach Luke said, sniffing around that NBA championship. Once again, tap into All Things Basketball Podcast, baby. That's right, on Instagram, tapping All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and tapping All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, hit that email button, 
download, share, like, share your comments. Now, come on, All Things Basketball Podcast is for you, people. Let's go. Well, we're at that point in the show, people. And like I said, episode 18. Episode 18, Raptors. And the reason why episode 18 is called Raptors is because we have a new NBA champion, the Toronto Raptors. A new NBA champion, the Toronto Raptors. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing, people. It really is. It really is a beautiful thing. I tell you. I tell you. I mean, when I watched, when Coach Luke watched that game last night, it was just something else. You know, because a lot of people don't know. The very first NBA game, and I think Commissioner Silver mentioned this last night. The very first NBA game, the game that we all love, was played in Toronto. So we've come full circle all the way to 2019 before a team in Canada has won the NBA championship. And so the Toronto Raptors are the new NBA champions. And I like to give them a round of applause. I like to thank them for a great season because you know Coach Luke loved himself some basketball and it was a great, great season this year. I really enjoyed all of the playoffs. I enjoyed the whole season. I wish my Knicks would have won a little bit more. Would have made me a little bit happier, you know. But, hey, I'm even excited about what's on the horizon for my New York Knicks. But, again, like Coach Luke said, I enjoyed the whole, whole season. It was a wonderful season. But the Toronto Raptors was the last team standing. The Toronto Raptors was the last team standing, and they played a phenomenal game last night. And like Coach Luke said, I really expected, I mean, Golden State came out storming. Wanted to bury him early, but I always felt that Toronto was waiting on that tactic, and they sure was. And they stayed right close to, to Golden State early, They jumped out to an early lead, the Toronto Raptors. But Golden State made it very interesting. They made it very interesting. It was up and down the whole game. Two-point lead here, one-point lead there. Back and forth. Evan flows like the game of basketball should be played. It was a very exciting game. And both teams played at a very, very high level. And so, you know, we had a great, great, NBA Finals. I mean, I just, again, like Coach Luke said, some people are saying, oh, Coach Luke, if they would have had Durant or if Clay would have continued to play, listen, injuries are part of the game. Bad calls are part of the game. Good calls are part of the game. We can't make those excuses. And I tell you what, we don't know why, because if Kevin Durant played, or Clay Thompson played, we don't know because it's the unknown. And you know why it's the unknown? Because they did not play. And so a lot of people say, oh, Coach Luke, that's just the coach in you. Maybe it is. But I know that injuries is part of the game and calls are part of the game. And neither one of them decide the game. Because guess what? Players decide the game. And so... Kudos to the Toronto Raptors. They played an excellent, excellent game. Kawhi Leonard played an excellent game. Kyle Lowry had 20 points in the first half. He really showed out. And that will, that's what was needed from Kyle Lowry for the, for the Toronto Raptors to hoist that trophy. I'll tell you that. We've been waiting for that type of breakout game from Kyle Lowry. And so congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. Job well done. Congratulations. All right. I'd like to give a special congratulations to Messiah Jury, the president of operations of um, the Toronto Raptors. A special thanks to general manager Mike Webster. A special thanks to Kawhi Leonard. 
Another special thanks to Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka, Pascal Siakam, Norman Powell, Mark Casal, Fred Van Vliet, Danny Green, Jeremy Lin, OG, OG Ananobli, Ananobli, wow, that's some name, <laughs> Patrick McGaw, Chris Bozier, Jody Meeks, Eric Moreland, Jordan Lloyd, Malcolm Miller. Congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. NBA champions. It couldn't be any better and how sweet it is. Wonderful, wonderful job, guys. And hey, they can probably repeat. If they keep everything together, they could repeat. But you never know. I'm just waiting for the next season to come up because I'm so excited about all the things that's going on in basketball. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing, people. I tell you that. Once again, tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me, I'll follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. If you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button. You leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Well, it's been a ball, episode 18, all right? And I really appreciate all of the listeners, everybody that downloads, likes, shares, shares their comments, episode 18, and we're in the building, All Things Basketball Podcast. And before I leave, remember this, All Things Basketball Podcast will be at the NBA Draft next Thursday. And we will be visual. We will be live visual. IGTV and Facebook Live next Thursday. So don't miss it. Well, that's the end of episode 18, people. All right. Enjoy your weekend. Good night. God bless.